What are we talking about? Okay, so today we're talking about the five ways to either, I was thinking, settle conflicts or settle disagreements. Well, conflicts sound more, I guess, technical. People have disagreements or even arguments. So disagreements or arguments. What about disagreements? Because then we can go like um, like intense disagreements. Arguments are already like a negative, right? So it's like having just okay. This is what I'm okay. saying. So I say arguments because if we have disagreements, then part of my whole thing about the five ways to settle these things mm -hmm. is that we can have disagreements, but yeah. arguments is what we're trying to settle, right? I'm going with arguments. You're going with. Because I'm saying, like, okay. we need to settle arguments because people are fighting. That's what they find the tension from. Okay. But we don't need to settle disagreements because we can, we are free to disagree. Oh, so you know that's what I'm like saying? your tagline there. It is. Don't have arguments. Have disagreements. You can have a disagreement without having an argument. You can have disagreements <laughs> without having arguments. Five ways to settle arguments. I'll take that. Hi, I'm Connie. And I'm Kent, and welcome to Crazy Therapeutic Asian. We talk about mental health in the Asian American community. Today, we're talking about five ways to help you settle arguments. Okay. I think of arguments and how it totally personally affects me. Like, it creates tension, I can't sleep at night, I get super angry. Sure. I sweat, I get, it just ruins my focus for the rest of the day, week or however long my argument goes. They're not fun. I try my best not to get into them, but I do have strong opinions and sometimes some people just bounce up against it and then I'll just, I'll need to argue with you. But other than that, I try my best to be sort of a peacekeeper. Right? And I think that's the biggest thing. I think like when we get into the argument, you don't think, it's like you fall into an argument. It's like, you're like, oh, this is something we can talk about. And then it's like, no, this is now a huge bonfire and I can't. Mm -hmm. I gotta win. Arguments, I think, are like, can be productive at times. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I can argue a bit more and it do me some good, but mm -hmm. a lot of times it doesn't. Right. So, we can have arguments with anybody, right? Oh yeah, all the time. Right now, probably mostly parents. Parents. You're not supposed to do that, especially as a kid. Right. Definitely, like, that's a no-go, but I think a lot of kids today are they're more willing to go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me as a parent, I think like as a kid, mm -hmm. you are supposed to push those boundaries, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. so we as parents are supposed to teach you how far you can push them mm -hmm. and where they are. But I want my kid to be a person who can stand up for themselves as an adult. Oh, yeah. And guess who they get to practice on until they become an adult? You. Yay! Huh, Parenting that's... is fun. I'm trying to be progressive. <laughs> I don't always like it, and I still get into arguments. Oh yeah, I would bet. Time. Arguments can be a good thing, but then it often can leave us really stressed out, right? tired, unhappy. What do we do with all these feelings? Let me tell you. Alright. <laughs> what is the deeper meaning behind the argument? Okay. Because rarely is our argument actually about this is better than this. Just say I'm always late, mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, well, that's always, that's what I always do. Yeah. I'm running late, da da da. Why are you making it a big deal? Mm -hmm. But then you would say, because you're never here on time and you make me wait, and then we're not going to get to the event on time and I'm going to be pissed off because I'm going to miss the beginning and I really wanted to see the beginning. Then, 
okay, if you that's a way, then why don't you just pick me up instead of me picking you up to go see the movie or whatever. You know, I have things to do. I can't, you know, sometimes I'm late. So it's like you become more into you have to, you're wrong hmm. and I'm right. Okay, so, so like I'm setting up you to be defensive already by mm -hmm. going like, hey, you're always late. And you're like, five minutes, dude, chill. Right. I feel like I need to defend myself, mm -hmm. but then you feel like you're not being hurt. I think it's one of those things we talk about is I statements. So mm -hmm. when we say you're always this or you do this, it makes the other person feel defensive because it's, now it's all blaming, right? Mm -hmm. But if you say something like, well, you know, I... I feel frustrated. Then it's something like, okay, how can I help you? Then you can get an apology, right? I'm Makes sorry. Yeah. You know, versus, you know, you made me late and then it's like, well, F you. Yeah. Well, you were late last time. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, you know, and that spirals out of control. I worked all day today. Yeah. I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. Oof. Step one, recognize the deeper issue, not of just the, the surface. Of the problem. All right. So what's the second step? Okay. So the second step is know that if you're trying to compromise and find a solution together mm -hmm. or if you just want to win the argument, huh. that's really hard. So like, what is my goal? To win this argument or try to resolve it? Exactly. Okay. And I'll say this, like fighting with my parents, mm -hmm. it'll start like I'm right. Of course I'm right. Of course you are. But then at the very end of it, after the hour of fighting, it's like, I want to win this fight. Now oh, I'm just yeah. super, super <laughs> aggravated. What were we arguing about? I, I don't, don't know. Care. I just want to win. I just want to win. Yeah. You know, it's that willfulness. Mm. And then at that point, I want to win. And that means you have to lose. Mm. So it's the win-lose relationship. Absolutely. Someone's coming out short. And nobody wants to lose. Someone's going to get their way, right? Well, I feel like if you're going together at it, saying, what can I do? to make this easier. Then it mm. becomes not that I win or you win. It's more like like we're in it together. So let's find a way to help me feel less annoyed right. versus like, you need to be here on time all the time. Like, why do I pick this person to go see movies with if they're always 10 minutes Yeah, late? exactly. Right? And yeah. it's like, you know, if you can text me when you're leaving the office, it really makes me feel better because mm. then I don't feel so pushed out of my way yeah. to accommodate your way. So far, we're having agreements. Yes. So. Number three, looking from their perspective mm -hmm. and looking at the commonalities we share. The thing is, many times when we we villainize, or I, I villainize. <laughs> um, Honesty. I, I'm very honest. So when I'm like, I feel this way, mm -hmm. I go, this is blue. And they're saying, no, this is yellow. Mm -hmm. I'm like, F you. It's blue, right? Yeah. But then then that doesn't do anything. Okay, so why do you see it as yellow? Mm -hmm. Asking you more about you rather than just being in my head, mm -hmm. that yeah. will help us resolve much faster than living in here. That sounds really hard, actually. I gotta talk about how I feel, but now I gotta think about how you feel without making it about you. Like, ooh, how do we manage that? I know, right? Like, that's the hard part, and then, I don't know if this is harder or makes it easier. Okay. Once we start seeing their perspective, then I look for things like that we share, that we both already agree on. But I see it's yellow because it matches this. Insensitive. And, how, how dare you? I know. <laughs> kind of trying to figure out how our big differences can be a little bit 
more just on different perspectives. What you're saying, the blue and the yellow, kind of reminds me of that one internet <gasps> picture that was cycling, the dress, oh, right? The dress! Yeah, it's the this dress. yellow with this blue. Did you think it was white with gold, or did you oh, think yeah. it was blue and black? I think it was I saw blue and black. I saw white. Okay, yeah. Technically, one of us is correct. Technically? Technically. But on the human level, it doesn't really matter because we see it differently. Right. It's like Laurel. And yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah something. So, Those things are annoying. Yeah. Laurel. But I heard Laurel. Laurel. I heard the other one. Laurel. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, and then you're trying to explain it to the person. Mm -hmm. But they're sure they heard the other one. Right. So Who says that you're them? wrong? Yeah. That's exactly what I heard. Yeah. It may not be accurate, but I'm not lying to you either. Right. Oh, this is this is a good one. Okay. I think this is a good one. Because we love analyzing the way the other person's attacking us, right? Mm -hmm. Going, don't talk loud to me. Don't give me that thing. Don't look at me like that. Don't say those <laughs> words. Like, I'm like, oh no, right? Mm -hmm. But we don't stop and analyze what we're giving off. Like many times when somebody, I feel like somebody's shouting at me, mm -hmm. I'm wondering how loud am I, <laughs> right? Because if they're shouting, either I'm super shouting mm -hmm. or I'm stonewalling. So stonewalling is, try to ask me a question. What are you doing today? You, you kind of look pissed off. Like, can you talk to me, please? I feel very sad and scared of you right now. That's stonewalling. Silent treatment. Silent treatment. Oh. And that is like the silent viciousness of an mm. argument because you can easily say, I'm not doing anything. Why would mm. you? I'm not saying a word. You're the one yelling. Stonewalling, that's just as bad as yelling. Because yeah, nothing's coming out of it. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of just verbally pissing the other person off with one. Mm -hmm. And the other one, you're just silently <laughs> pissing them oh, off. Yeah. Magical. So posturing. Mm. Um, the volume, the words we use. Mm. So if we start with, well, you don't understand. That's so condescending. It, is. it makes <laughs> you feel small. Sorry. See, mm -hmm. it sucks. Like, and I, I don't like it. Like anybody who talks to me that way, I'm totally shut off. That's mm. when I start stonewalling. The defensiveness, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So work around that would be, you know, noticing the way you're communicating, right? Okay. And if they're communicating a certain way, like, if you're stonewalling, mm -hmm. I notice that you're not saying much. Is there something that mm -hmm. I'm doing that's making putting you off? It's okay. not blaming myself for you know you stonewalling. My ultimate goal is to talk and communicate. Yeah, I think people on both sides are so hurt and feel like they're not being heard, they forget that the other person's also feeling pretty much probably the exact same thing. All right, what is step five? Deep breaths and know when to let it go. Mm. So when you say it gets overwhelming, yeah. many times when we argue, we're just like, boom, 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 mm. right? Yeah. And it's, there's some times we just need to take a breath mm -hmm. and just kind of recalibrate where we are, Yeah. you know, and kind of see where the fight went from. You think it's yellow and I think it's blue. And now we're fighting about, well, you don't care what I think ever. Mm -hmm. That's, <sighs> Classic argument type. Classic. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, we're totally getting away from what was original. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we're fearing is showing weakness. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, I'm trying to listen to you. You heard it. Up here, talking isn't going to happen. Creating emotional distance, which is healthier, mm -hmm. right? So 
I need a break. So you have to state what's going on in you. I can't have this conversation right now. And here's the important part. You have to set a time to reconvene mm-hmm. and make it very specific. I'm going to go for a walk. Can we talk like after dinner at 10? No, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to about it then. I want to talk about it now. Oh, it's not very helpful to me right now. What time would work better for you? Because I want to cool off first. But we will talk about it. I promise you. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So if we keep on fighting, I'm not going to be the best. Exactly. You don't have to say this. I'm not going to be the best me, but I'm not. No, I'm going to say things I regret later on. Yes. I don't want to be that ugly person who calls you names or says things that I don't even believe in, but I just want to hurt you. Mm. So before that happens, it's kind of like, let it go. Mm-hmm. But you want you to feel angry because you're obviously upset. Mm-hmm. Right. And it seems like at some points we become the anger and we're just a vengeful, hateful thing at that moment. And we're not able to really achieve what we want, which is usually if you love your partner to resolve it. Yeah. And it's like one step at a time, right? Yeah. It's like everything is practice. None of this is like, oh, now I know how to do it. If it was that easy. We wouldn't have jobs. No, if it was that easy, we wouldn't have jobs. And we wouldn't be so stressed, right? No, we wouldn't. We do practice this a lot on our own time. And we do often make mistakes. We slip up. And that's okay to give each other sort of the benefit of the doubt. Right. And make it better. Yeah. Okay. So it's time for self-care. What are we doing for self-care today? Okay, it's called gratitude journaling. Gratitude journaling. Right. Every night before you go to bed, mm-hmm. you write five things you're grateful for that day. Oh, okay. Okay? So I'm going to actually pick it up a step. You know when we write gratitude journals, sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I wrote this five times. I'm happy I didn't die. I'm happy no one died. <clears throat> I am happy nothing terrible happened. Life is great. I'm really happy. Wow. Yeah. I just feel like I just got a glimpse into your gratitude journal. So, a friend of mine did this and it really inspired me. So what she did was she put us in a group email ever so often. I think we get it once a week or so. She does top five things I'm grateful for this week. And then she sends it to all of us. They'll say things like, I went to the gym today. And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't do that. But that reminds me, I walked today you know like it gives me reminds me what things people can be grateful for okay i'm having the opposite reaction though i'm like oh you went to the gym today i sat here and did nothing absolutely there's some things that they've done that i do not do like yeah i ate healthy no i don't (laughs) but they'll say something like i didn't get an argument today and i'm like going you know what i didn't either that's awesome and it's awesome right and it gives you inspiration Hey, you have people there to sort of either validate you or even hold you accountable. Right. Cheer like, you on. Force you to remind yourself, so, like, what did go great today? Right. Because sometimes we automatically go into the negative and we mm-hmm. can't get ourselves out. You're like, nothing happened today that made me happy. And they're like, but then nothing made me extremely unhappy either. Like, mm-hmm. what do they say? The days go by fast. Never mind. Not when you're depressed. No, yeah. <laughs> no, wait. We're going to edit this out, aren't we? The days go by slow. It's the years that go by fast. Mm, That's what it is. I like that. And it's true. Yeah. It really is true. If you're looking for bad, you're going to find bad. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Right? 
All right, so pick up a journal, start an email, text chain, text whatever chain you like. But let's start looking for some of the things we can be grateful for each day. Well, thanks for joining us this week, yes. and we hope you enjoyed this episode. And maybe you can resolve some of your own disagreements or arguments later on. I still like disagreements, um, but feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Crazy Therapeutic, or you can learn more about Connie at her website, HealingGenerationsCounseling.com, or you can hear about Ken at TherapeuticHealingPractices.com. I'll see you guys next time. See ya. Yeah. Laurel.